Ahoy, everyone. Welcome to our first episode of Season 3. And I hope everyone has their sea legs, because we're going to uh, go on a journey on the digital seas. Arg. Right? Arg. <laughs> we be pirates. Um, nope. No. <laughs> we aren't. No, we not. aren't. Exactly. That, but no. we had to do some research, right, to see, like, what it is. Like, piracy is a thing. We all know it's a thing. It's a thing everybody does. Yeah. Right? Like we all Everybody's pirated something. You know. If you ever, yeah, if you ever had a friend who ha- had like a cassette tape, like when you were a kid, and you went and recorded it on a blank tape, piracy. Cassette tape is that like an MP3 player, Jupiter? Shut up! You ain't that young. You don't know what a fucking cassette tape is. All right, if you burn CDs, no. Yeah, you had that CDR four X. Right. Burner. Yeah. What? <laughs> external drive. <laughs> <laughs> you could be like, I want to burn these songs, and then you just go for a long lunch, it'd be done. So yeah, we're going to talk about piracy, and we're not going to give tips and tricks. We're not talking about whether or not we condone it. We're going to talk about the effects of it on the gaming hobby. Right. Right. Indeed. Because I don't want anybody going, well, why aren't you talking about this? Because I can't talk about that. I can only talk about this. Right. In terms can't... of the negotiation to do the show. Exactly. <laughs> just, just know that if we if we say anything we're not supposed to, it gets uh, edited out. We use your Patreon money to hire someone with a cattle prod, and wow, so that's that's what we had to do to keep us in line. Mostly me, but there I was, was going to say I'm not getting shocked, so I hope that's going to you. And now it doesn't. Now it just sounds yeah, like you're just trying to get your fetish paid for by Patreon. You know, you gotta get through the way you get through, and that's <laughs> what else is Patreon for? I would like to announce our new expansion into OnlyFans <laughs> from the podcast. The, <laughs> this is a this is a, a cotton <laughs> endeavor, not yeah. not, a, not a jupe endeavor. Cotton uh, enterprise. <laughs> Alright, so piracy. We're we're we're, piracy. we're beating around the bush. Piracy. <laughs> no we're not. What do you so what do you think? What do you what are, what are your thoughts? Where you at? Alright, so I know I, we've we've had discussions about this. The Bams has had discussions with us about this. All of it. I think uh, a lot of people, Bams included, feels that piracy is an issue of customer service. Hmm. If I don't get good customer service from the company, they don't help me deal with things. I'm just going to pirate their shit because it's not worth paying for, and they they have bad customer service. All right, I can get behind that. I can see that. How much customer service do I need from someone who's trying to sell me cardboard and paper? Like uh, I bought most of my stuff on Amazon. It was very well, good. I mean, like, I mean, think it about arrived. Like, think about like uh, I'm thinking like video games. Piracy of video games is is an issue. Okay. But but CGL. To me, they put out a horrible product. I love the setting. I love the books. I love it. I just don't like the execution, and I don't feel it warrants the dollar amount they're putting on that product. And so I would rather Not get, it it. For free, get it for free. Get it for free. Look it over. Look it over. And if it is good, I'll then buy it. And okay. I've, I've done that several times. I have several books that way where I've gotten the PDF, looked at it, and went, all right, this is worth the buy. But I have several books where I'm like, it's not worth it. I'm sorry. You put out a bad product. I'm not paying that price tag for it. And and did you use that product in any gaming sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The one that you thought was bad? I mean, I have the book. I have the PDF still no, to but, reference. I mean, but but you, like, you, uh, yeah, what? But you you have a PDF, and yeah. you're like, I've looked at it. I think this sucks. Did you then, however, still use it in any real way? I don't, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm guessing no, but I'm trying to nail it well, down. Well, I haven't played Shadowrun in a long time, so no. But I, I assume you would be less than likely to do so. What is your point? But here's the point. The point yeah. is, I think a, a a large chunk of, like, for lack of a better word, Western slash rich world piracy mm-hmm. is based on the mod. It's just a modern form of book perusing. It's no different than going to your mm-hmm. local Barnes and Noble and you went there in a digital sense, picked up the book which you did not pay for and do not mm-hmm. own, and flipped through it. And you went, "This is garbage," and put it back on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Now, in this case, you still have it, but you're not going to buy it and you weren't going to buy it mm-hmm. it's just kind of cool to have 
you know, it's it's a it's a lossless thing for you to not delete it. But if it were mm-hmm. to disappear from your hard drive, would you mourn its loss? No. No. But if it was awesome, you went out and you bought the thing mm-hmm. because you don't want to go to Barnes and Noble or Books and or whatever Indianapolis mm-hmm. uh, hot couture. We have or whatever a Barnes and Nobles. I thought you'd have something better. Like I don't know, whatever cool no. ass. Like, we, like that. That's that. We got a Barnes and Nobles. We got books a million, and we got Amazon. So yeah. we only had like books a thousand here. We we that's. We, <laughs> well, you burned <laughs> all yours. Our way up. You oh, guys God. burned all yours. <laughs> no. High five myself. That was a <laughs> we, good one. <laughs> we burned a few books. You guys burned Atlanta, and it's like we're the assholes. <laughs> burned the whole fucking town. The library too. I got it. Like they just it. burned around we had it. To start now. <laughs> <laughs> like Sherman was like, wait, the books though. I didn't know how it worked. <laughs> so, but no, you went there, you proved, and instead of actually going, you digitally did the same process. And I think that is a hell of a lot of piracy in the like rich westerny world. There's a lot of piracy in like China and shit. They're just, yeah. they're just like, I think it sounds like it's a Western hemisphere issue. It's all it over. It isn't. No, I'm, I'm, Russia, I mean, China, they're all, everybody's doing it. I, I think it's happening it. in China. For, yeah. I think what Banff was getting to was that it's not that you can't buy it, you know. And then you're in this yeah. weird spot where corporations, which a lot of people have, I probably have more sympathy for corporations than most people. Oh no, I, I'm right there with you. I'm you're right there with me. With Free market, yeah. better don't. I'm mind. a wage slave. I'm a wage slave. Yeah. <laughs> but like, so if you're weird to the coast and everyone's pirating your shit, and the temptation is so high, like for me, thirty U.S. dollars or fifty U.S. dollars is a certain amount, but for someone in China, that's like, like how much they make in a month or some kind of shit, you know, or whatever. It's a much higher percentage of their take-home pay. So the temptation and the desire to power it is so much larger, and uh, the profits are so low on normal book distribution. So like you, you're in a weird spot where piracy gets your stuff out, but you can't make money legally until digital stuff comes out, and then you have a corporation who's in this weird spot where they're charging the guy in China like a dollar and us 30 because, hey, they weren't going to get it anyway. They already made the book. They're already making money here. Why not just fucking sell it for an extra dollar? But then we get mad because we're like, why are we paying 30 and they're paying one? It's like, well, that's what they can afford to pay. I'm like, well, fuck that. And so <laughs> there's kind of a resentment factor there too where it's all clearly kind of made up, you know? Yeah. So it's a, it's, it's a weird ethical moral tangle. I think you know, a lot of people... Yeah, go ahead. I never feel bad when I do it. All right, so like on a, like a movie, I pay for several streaming services, but invariably, there's a movie I want to watch, and guess what? It's not on any of my services. I got to go to the Digital Seas to watch a movie now. And it's like, I, I just, I just want to see the movie. Like, it's not at the movie theaters. Otherwise, I'd go pay to do that. It's not on a streaming service. I would go pay to do that. But it's like, I, I can't. I, I can't find the movie anywhere, but I can find it if I sail the digital seas. So I do. And I don't feel bad because this movie's probably been out. Like, I recently did it with the Spider-Mans, the, the Holland, the first two Holland Spider-Man. I didn't go see them at the theater. But they've been out so long. Like, I don't feel bad when I pirate that movie. Like, it made its money. They're not going to starve. All those people made money. It's fine. I'm not bankrupting them right now. That's just not the case. Okay. I, I no. struggle to feel bad. It's one of those things where, like, I know I'm wrong, but I don't, like, just ethically, I guess we're just ethically dubious people. Like, I, you know, like, when I was in college, I found a wallet with, like, $200 cash in it, and I just kept it. Like, I didn't, like, go find the guy. I, I just was like, oh, $200. Yay. Like, that, mm-hmm. I guess I just have that, you know, like, that moral fiber is, mm-hmm. I just, it's a I, have a, I have a low fiber diet, maybe. But yeah, I have, and I have, you know, since since we're we're putting ourselves on blast there, yeah, I've got eleven million yeah. PDFs, but I've also bought a lot of shit. I mean, I've given yeah. serious amounts of money. Yes. I, I have done that. I've downloaded various things. Yes. And I'm like, man, this is awesome. I want to have the physical book. It's easier for me to read. It's easier to draw my eyes. I like to mm-hmm. like when I when I travel somewhere, I like to read. If I'm on a train or something, I like to have the physical book. I want to feel that paper. I want to flip around through it. And so, yeah, I've coughed up tons of money on Wizards of the Coast. It's making them money. I would not have bought these things sight unseen. Like, let us peruse it. Peruse it. I think they'd have a lot more sales if they just let people, like, read the book on their on, online for two hours. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like we can't pirate it. 
TTRPG mm-hmm. people are tech-savvy people, mm-hmm. generally. Yeah. Uh, or have friends that are. And so, mm-hmm. just just go ahead. Just be like, hey, here's this book. You got two hours. Peruse it to thy heart's content. Mm-hmm. And then I think that would sell a lot of stuff. It's just, it just goes against the grain of everything that they believe in. It's just... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just can't well, deal with it. But how many times have you pirated something and was like, holy shit, this is really good. And later on, when they put out something else, you bought it. Like, you pirated it the first time, you really liked it, you enjoyed it. So the next product that came out from whatever publisher, you bought it. You didn't pirate it, you bought it, because you you liked it. The next Like, it actually made you a customer of that company. Maybe Wizards of the Coast, because I did not pirate I don't think Tomb of Annihilation, and I recently purchased it because the things that were being said about it were similar to some extent to the things said about Curse of Strahd, which I had pirated and then purchased. Like I heard great things about it, pirated it, read a lot of it, thought this is great, purchased it, mm-hmm. and then so it, th- there was a rhyme there. So I wouldn't buy everything from Wizards of the Coast. I don't have that much damn money, Jesus. <laughs> but I, but I, I, I was hearing like Tomb of Annihilation. It, it was ranked very highly. Has a has great atmosphere. Like okay, I like swamps and shit. So let's go. So that made me, and I don't. I, I do not. I I know I would not have purchased that book had it not gone through that prior experience. Yeah. So there, there you go. So we uh, maybe we should have had somebody on who's like you know it's wrong, but God, have you ever no, no, met no. someone I mean, who's like piracy is bad and like them? All right. I mean, <laughs> So, like, so there's other kinds of piracy. There's a lot of kinds of piracy, right? Yes. Well, like, if if I take an artist's piece of artwork that I find on, like, DeviantArt, and I take that art and I slap it on a T-shirt and start selling that T-shirt, that's bad. That's, that's just basically theft. But you're infringing on somebody's copyrighted intellectual property, and you're profiting off of it without paying them anything. That is horrible. That is a really shitty thing to do. I get that. I get that. But when I download a PDF of a book, like pirate it, I'm not selling that to people. I'm not making money off of it. I'm I'm just using it for my myself. So I'm to me that there's a different to me morally, there's a difference there. I'm not profiting off of this. I just am read I'm using it myself. It's not like I'm printing them up in a garage somewhere, binding them and selling them. I'm not doing that. But I do think that people that do that take somebody else's intellectual property and then make money off of it. That is bad. I, I do feel that's bad. That's bad. It would, but would you support it? Let's say I was I was downstairs in your lobby, and like, in the same way people used to hawk those DVDs back in the, uh, the 2000s, I come out with like a you know just just a stack of you know those spiral bound like player handbooks and CGL uh, splat books you know running gun and whatever I've got them all printed up they're nice and they're nice and they they, they look pretty decent not as high quality as off the line but they're like no. ten bucks five no. bucks no you wouldn't do it no no I would rather buy it from some unknown guy on the dark web. Than from some individual in my lobby who opens up his trench coat and says, okay, "I got all your splat books here." He's what get out of here, you weirdo. Have, bodegas? How about that? Is that the? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, if somebody has it, uh, like, and and the other thing is, if somebody takes it and then prints it out and then says, "Oh, I have the splat book," you know how you always hear how these people are like, "Oh, I got ripped off. I I thought I was buying the book, and when I got it, it was literally just the cover." I imagine that this individual would probably do something like i'd only get half the book or it would be uh bound incorrectly like out of order on the pages or, or it would be missing large chunks or so i wouldn't buy from like that kind of a uh okay, but i wouldn't you're, buy you're in making, that situation you're making a technocratic i'm trying to get the moral oh. let's say you're there i'm outside gen con i have a yeah. little stand that'll be open the next hour before i'm inevitably uh-huh. busted by the gen oh yeah con you're gonna be department. busted hard and, yeah uh, but, I, but but in the interim, I'm still there, and I have my books. You pick up the book out of sheer curiosity, flip through it, and realize this. Oh, my God, it is an unauthorized reproduction of an yeah. artistic good by a separate <laughs> company. But the printing is decent. It's yeah. found. It appears to yeah. more or less be. Now, you flip through it. Page numbers look about right. Mm-hmm. And I'm charging you, like, seven bucks. Seven fifty. No. You're not going to buy from that person. 
Because it's wrong. Yeah. It's wrong. He's making money off of it. No. He's making money off of it. How about... The, well, the, the, I'm, I'm hitting you these questions because I'm interested. Because I uh, okay. would no, definitely buy from that guy. I would 100%. I would come out of there laden. <laughs> wow. There you you go. would? Yeah. Wow. That's, why. Like, that's why I don't make any bones about it. All the people mm-hmm. who say things like, well, it's a customer service issue. Mm-hmm. It's about accessibility. Mm-hmm. It's about this. You know why I do it? Because it's cheaper. And I can't. And just no one's going to put me in jail. Exactly. No one's going to put you in jail. Exactly. It's, Why it's, do you that's say you, that? Well, that's what, that's what made me stop downloading shit from Napster back in the day. Is It was like, what? Jail? Uh-huh. $100,000 lawsuit? Yeah. Uh, peace out, y'all. Like it was, it wasn't that Metallica's moral argument swayed me. Yeah, <laughs> Lars Ulrich did not touch my heart. His lawyers put the fear of God into me. <laughs> so that was about yeah. it. Yeah, it's like all right, party's over, y'all. That's why I, I didn't. I I understand artists have to fight for their intellectual properties and, and all of that. But with the Napster thing, Metallica and and Lars Ulrich really went super hard on this. No. Because we're not getting our royalties. We're not making our money. And I'm like, but you are possibly getting a new fan. And the next album you put out, they'll probably purchase. But no, that didn't make a difference. I want my 17 cents. All right, whatever. I don't know what royalties are. I just make up numbers. So, I mean, I I understand artists needing to be protected for what their, their creations. And, and they don't want other people profiting off of it. I understand that. But, like, if I wanted to watch um, uh, an old movie and I can't find it streaming anywhere, which I've done this, too, just a really old movie, like, from the 80s, it's not streaming anywhere. I got to pirate it. I got to – I got I, 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 I want to watch it. I can't find it. I got to pirate it. That's just it. I'm not going to feel bad because the writers aren't making their money or they – I'm just not going to because I'm like, they're probably dead. And if they're, they're probably not going to miss this. It's not that much. And I understand that I say that, and then the next, you know, thousand people also say it. What are the chances a thousand people downloaded the same movie as I did? I mean, come on. Um, But I just, honestly, I don't think it hurts public badly. If anything, I think it more fans and more future customers. I think so. That's what I feel. I think so, too. I I fully agree. I just, just wanted to be very clear in my honesty. That that is not what I was doing. Like I think that's true. I think that piracy absolutely does help virtually everyone it touches because those people will go buy that shit. And and, and I feel a little bad. And I'm a I'm clearly not great. Like I went out <laughs> and uh, and I still bought buy a few things, mm-hmm. things I would never have bought. And I mean, and I am frugal, frankly. And there there was a line. Like I tried to look up a game called Microscope, which I'm very interested in playing. Pretty small company, very indie-ish. And someone was like on the, on the message board, and he was like, "Where well, can I get it?" And the guy was like, "Look, this is like one guy. He made a beautiful game. Give him the twelve fifty. I'm like, "You know what? He's right." I went and bought it. I've never played it. I very much intend to. Yeah. But I, I, even me, with my cold heart, I couldn't. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm not even gonna try. Heart. I'm not even gonna try to find, you know, a pirate version. Uh, or if I did, it was just to to read it to see if it was interesting. And I did purchased a physical copy of that book. Mm-hmm. I, I, it, I agree with you. I think that it, so, it does help. Like like indie publishers, like smaller publishers, like they put out something you don't really know if it's going to be good. Like you're like, do I want to spend the money and it end up being crappy? Or you know what? Let me just check it out. Let me just check it out first. And you check it out and you're like, no, this is great. I love it. And then you go back and you buy. Like that's what I think piracy does. It It is, as Leo says, who's listening – it's the exposure. And I know exposure is just a, a terrible word. Like, oh, you get paid in exposure. No, I get that. That's, that's shitty, too. But if I check it out, if I'm able to check it out, like you say, go to the Barnes and Nobles and look at it and read it before I buy it, then I'm more apt to buy things in the future. Yeah, I think we're on the same page. With it. And, and to touch on the exposure thing, there that's a legitimate thing that was co-opted by a bunch of fly-by-night shitbags trying to get free artwork. Like, you know, artists shouldn't be paid in exposure. Well, if you're like Magic the Gathering and they're, they're going to put your art on the cover of one of their cards, take the money. <laughs> you know, like, take the exposure. Uh, you'll get paid, too. But, or like the New York Times, if, if it's a real place, this but this argument was co-opted by people who have nothing. Like, I'm going to go make my own indie game, and I'm a nobody. 
you don't get to pay an exposure slick. You don't have mm. any. You're yeah. you're the nobody. You're, you know? nobody. <laughs> yeah. you're the nobody. You aren't. Proven. You don't have stroke. Yeah. If mm-hmm. Wizards calls mm-hmm. you up and go, hey, uh, we, we we like your art. We're thinking about putting it on the uh, the front cover of our box. We're gonna pay you eight fucking dollars. Take take the eight dollars. It'll be like you can. Like if like how big's my name on the font? Like size fourteen? Cool. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so like uh so for our for without a net when we did the Shadowrun game right we had character art done, and when I paid for my art, that was my art. I owned that art. It was mine. Am I really gonna be upset if somebody comes like somebody takes that picture, they find it online and and, and they download it and then they put it on a mug or a shirt or whatever. Or make stickers and put, like, am I going to be upset because oh my god they're using my art that I own I paid for it I'm I'm really I'm really not going to be upset so I'm trying to figure out like I understand companies worry about bottom lines big corporations worry but I don't think piracy is really undermining the bottom line of these publishers I don't think it is either and, I don't uh, think so I don't think they care about it to the extent that they would pour money into fighting it and also the bad press it would generate i think they tacitly understand i think the people that it and and, and, you know an example was the trove it went down the guy that killed it was kind of a middle tier guy i think those are the people who have the access to grind because for them it is about control which of the coast is hasbro they don't have an emotional connection like like there's some guy in a boardroom that doesn't understand what the fuck it is but that it makes them a lot of money. So there's not like an emotional connection. Like that. Like to him, piracy is just a question of dollars and cents. It's just a line item. It's just a thing to deal with. It's mm-hmm. like anything else. It's like people are going to steal from the warehouse too. I'm not going to put in like laser cameras and armed security. Like I'm, it's going to be fine. You know? Like, yeah. We'll just, yeah. We'll just we'll, well, well, you take the L sometimes. You have shrinkage is what the industry term is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm like, well aware of shrinkage. There you go. I handle risk and fraud for my, you know, I, I deal with that. I understand shrinkage. I've worked in retail. I understand shrinkage. And I I know that shrinkage, the majority of the loss is from paperwork and internal theft. Those companies are probably losing more money through internal theft than piracy. Right. And, and <laughs> I mean, yeah, really. So they don't care. But it, it's Bill, the guy who made his own game and was like making oh. his first couple bucks on it. And then it shows up on a download. It, I think it's an emotion. I think it's a loss of control. It's this was my thing. I'm the one who says where it goes. I'm the one who says it gets sold. When, where, how, why, for how much. That's mine. And I think it is emotional. And those are the people who I have seen, at least in online arguments, lose their shit about it the most. I actually lost a friend when I was like 13. <laughs> like this guy. I, I, and I'll never forget his name. I don't know if I should say it, but he wrote, he, he wrote Strategy Guides. I was like a kid. This guy wrote Strategy Guides for like Prima, if anyone knows what Strategy Guides are or what Prima ever was. Jesus. So, uh, anyway, he wrote them, and I was like – and Sheldon Napster had mentioned it. He was like, this is evil and wrong. And like he was like, cut, like, like laid me out and cut contact, and I was like a 13-year-old, 14-year-old kid like enamored that someone who made money in gaming would talk to me. Uh-huh. You know, but he found out you were a little frugal little pirater, and he said, yeah. "No, you are like, what's pro- You're the problem with society today." Uh-huh. Yeah. Because how much did you when you pirated it? How much did he lose? I didn't pirate his shit. Oh, like okay. I didn't. I didn't play whatever bullshit oh. anime game he was <laughs> like hockey. Like he was in like weird JRPG shit like back in the late '90s when it was just coming out. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I've never had anybody get upset with me about pirating something like i've never like even my mother is like oh all right like she's like uh. i don't think she quite understands it but she's like all right cool all right <laughs> you know? it's, it's also not cool for people what? to who who have products to talk about it like uh if, if you're an artist oh yeah the bigger stroke the more stroke, if you you just can't you just can't show up with money and be doing well and then Talk about how you're getting screwed over by the man. Like, people just do not want to hear it, and you're not going to convince them anyway. And so I think most celebrities and artists just shut up and privately stew. I, th- I think there's a lot of people who privately called Lars Ulrich and thanked him for being the guy 
to do the dirty work that they didn't have, frankly, the guts to go take the heat for. Or or maybe he didn't know how much heat he was in for. <laughs> you know? But there you go. Yeah, uh, that that is a good point. And Zakara made the same point, who's also listening right now, that um, the people who lose their shit get pirated more. And I think, yeah, the more you come out against it, the more backlash you get, and all you're doing is increasing. But, I mean, if you want to kind of flip that, then great. If you need to increase exposure of your game and really get it out there, then start making a big deal about, I don't like people pirating my shit. Great, you got a bunch of little pirates coming now to come get your shit. I'm a guy, you're a genius. Instead of steal this podcast, don't steal this podcast. Whatever you do, don't steal it and like distribute no, it to people for free. I'm not saying they're doing reverse <laughs> psychology. I'm saying It'd the more you create a target on yourself when you come out against something like that, like you're just daring people, like you're just yeah. poking the bear. So I think the companies that really like take a hard stance on it and like really vocal about it are just feeling the pain of it more because of what they're doing. Absolutely. And again, as as Zagar says, the internet is petty. Yes, and that's what I'm saying. We're very petty pirates and we will just go after we're, your we're, shit now. We will go after shit. We are petty we you are don't petty like people. It? I'll there's do a, that twice then. You know There's an old there's an old quote about in uh from the stock market. It said the stock market can remain irrational longer than you can remain solvent. And the internet can can remain petty longer than you can be right or or tolerate it. The it is an endless well. Mm-hmm. So you just take the take the L. There, there was an example of uh, who's the guy, uh, uh, Lin Manuel Miranda. He was talking about how fans would come up to him and say, "Oh, I'll watch your show." There, there is no legal way to watch, or if it was, it's very recent to watch Hamilton on a screen legally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and frankly, no. it was for financial reasons. He wanted to control yeah. the show, and he wanted to make a shit ton of money on Broadway. He didn't want to make it for the masses yet. It was, and he didn't say it that way, but that was to me the clear implication. This is a Broadway show. We want to keep that prestige. I want to have control. I want to roll this money, and then yes. after twenty years, we'll do what Cats did and release like you know <laughs> the definitive edition. Uh-huh. And you can and and you poor unwashed masses in Mississippi who are nowhere near a major theater. <laughs> can watch it yeah. and people were pirating it accessibility the bamps argument which is not necessarily Access- wrong but but you know, uh, i mean he was pissed I, like, about it he was pissed he was pissed yes he wanted to control that he didn't you know because to him he was an artist and you're watching it without paying me my money but it's like hamilton was like trying to put out i think a little bit more than just for the money i thought he was trying to like do something monumental with it. So he should have just shook the hand and goes, hey, that's great. Hopefully next time you can make it to the theater. Or, you know, maybe on the next one you can make it to, you can buy tickets. That's great. But, you know, I understand now, like you wanted to see it so badly, you pirated it. It sucks. But, you know, in the future, I hope you pay. Great. That that's that's That should be the response. This person liked it. And supported it. Like, it was great. I liked it. And the first time I saw Hamilton was booted. It was a bootleg. It was it was a bootleg recording that I found that was found on the Internet. And we watched it. But I've watched it since then on Disney Plus because it's on Disney Plus. I've watched it since then several times on Disney Plus. I pay for Disney Plus. So something I pirated, I also pay for. Right. Because I liked it. And the bootleg isn't great quality. I mean, I saw it, but it wasn't great quality. So when I saw it on Disney Plus, I'm like, yeah, this is good. Now I can get to really see it. That's great. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I Morally, I don't think that's an issue because I still supported it. But again, th- there was an issue. I'm in the Midwest. I have, don't have access to see it. Everybody's talking about it. I want to see it. And so I, I did the only recourse I had, which was to pirate it. Yep. Yeah. Th- that's, I, I guess we're just... <laughs> We're just the bad people. I, I do. I'm interested to see if anyone takes the opposite tack. Just a good old fashioned hard line. Uh, you know, fiat justicia ruat calium. My favorite Latin quote. Let justice be done, and the heavens may fall. And this is private property. And if you do anything other than what's authorized, you're breaking the law. You are a thief. You are morally bankrupt. Right in hell, good sir, madam. That's what I. Put the, but those people, in my experience, and your experience mm-hmm. may vary. Uh, that same rigidity 
lends itself to people who I don't really want to be around anyway. So it all kind of works out. It's sort of a self-selective yeah. thing. Like, oh, okay, we were never going to be friends. <laughs> so I wonder if the people who are against it, like individuals, not companies, just individuals who are against it, don't know how to do it. And I wonder if that's why. I don't want to do oh, it anyway. Think they're jelly? It's wrong. Yeah, like it's wrong. And it's like you just don't know how to do it, right? And that's why you say it's wrong. Because if you knew how to do it, you're, you'd be doing it. Like I had to learn how to be a, a, a pirate. I had to learn. I didn't know how to do it. And somebody taught me. I'm like, oh, shit, it's that easy. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, well, why is it so easy? If people don't want it, why is it so damn easy? Like it is so easy. To pirate something. There's there's pitfalls, you know, like you go download brand new popsong.exe. Let me just open that file up. Oh shit, you know. <laughs> so that's how it used to be, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Now Leo says he does know some people that are vehemently against pirating. Cool, but I I'm gonna go out on a limb and say the three people listening, Psychotron, Leo, and Zakara, all of you are okay with it. I'm going to bet you're okay. You might not be 100% in all situations, but you are okay with it. For the most part. Leo says guilty. Takara says... (laughs) 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 Psychotron with no issues. See? Everybody's a pirate. And and even the corporations are just kind of like... They can't even... They're like, sigh. It's like, sigh. Like, just, uh, come on, man. Like, stop it, yo. Come on. Stop it. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you, you, I would just love to, to, to ask, uh, like Matt Mercer or someone uh. who's big in the scene, like, hey, how do you, uh, how do you feel about piracy? He'd probably be just like, oh, fuck. I just, <laughs> well, he would never say such a coarse word, but, yeah. oh, fiddlesticks. So, oh, fiddlesticks. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Watch Vox uh, Machina and plenty of filthy words. So yeah. that's based on that game. And I was like, holy cow, people. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know how Matt Mercer feels about it. I mean, I don't. Uh, does he really have stuff to pirate? Yeah, but be like, what, what, what would he tell all of us? Because I imagine yeah. he would have the same relatively lean understanding most of us yeah. do. Yeah. But unlike, say, you or I. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not millionaires with. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> we're like mainstream. Uh, it, well, if you ever just together, I'll drop you down. You know. You're, but I thought <laughs> the Mississippi dollar went further. <laughs> what? <No. laughs> I thought things were cheap there, so it's you. Oh, you, they you are. Know, like a nickel buys you a hotel. I mean, it's cheap I, down there. I mean, with inflation, we're up to two nickels. Woo! You know, like, <laughs> you know they got, the Mississippi hotel economy is in shambles, Jupiter. Everybody, <laughs> uh, you know, mm. it, it is a nice place. I'll say, say what you will. Uh, there you go. There you go. Hmm. Uh, piracy. Piracy. I think it's I think it's okay. I know it's a like a it's like this thing we have to keep quiet and shush about, but there is this subculture of pirates that are like no. And I know there are some people who, there are some pirates that feel it's their God-given duty to access everything, all information, because information should be free. I'm like, no. I'm not, like, that kind of gung-ho about it. Like, I just want to watch something or read something. I'm going to pirate it. That's it. Yeah. I'm not like I, I go I, out there seeking. Like, I want everything. I don't, I don't want everything. I don't need wants everything. To be free. Information wants to be free. <laughs> I just don't even. Yeah, that's just. And if that's you, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to pretend like I think those people are full of shit. I, I don't. <laughs> but I don't know what it's like to have that type of line in the same. I just don't understand what you're yeah. talking about. Like there, there's a great yeah. interview back in the day with uh, with ODB, who was a rapper. If anyone. <laughs> So, so you know who ODB. ODB. Come on. Are you? Yeah. ODB. And so uh, with the, it stood for Old Dirty Bastard, for what it's worth. So you may know where this story is going. So he's being interviewed, <laughs> I believe, on MTV. And it's, uh, it's him and a few of his compatriots on a couch and the host. And the caller comes in and goes, ODB, considering your financial success, how well you've done making money, talking about the community, rapping about that community, and making money off of the stories and the history and the lives of that community, what do you plan to do to give back to that community? He just looked kind of like surprised, paused for about three seconds and said, nothing. That's 
that's kind of how I feel about it. Like, yeah, I'm, it's wrong, probably. But I don't have an information wants to be free perspective. I'm not doing it because I'm trying to, like, help out the common man. It's because I can download it uh, wearing, like, my comfort shorts and my comfort shirt. And I get the PDF and it's mine. And I'm probably not going to go to jail for it. That's it. I wish I had a better rant. I, I, that's it. I, I don't love have some... I'm not going to go to jail for it. Yeah. If they could, I will tell you right now, my stance on piracy would immediately change the minute that, like, you know, the local PD shot me an email. We see you've downloaded a PDF. Is this a backup for one of the books that you own? You know, could you just, you know, shoot us a text picture? A, t- a text. Jesus Christ, that was mostly 1890s version of a, a, you know, a mimeograph of the book, if you could. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there you go. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I would immediately uh, change my change change my tune there. Yeah. No, no. Old Dirty Bastard is um, somebody with a, a very unique, or he had a very unique moral compass. Because I remember when he was famous, right? He oh, hired God, a film story. crew. He <laughs> hired a film crew, got in his limousine, and drove to the welfare office to cash his $375 check and pick up his food stamps. When he ha- was making money. He was still collecting this other stuff. I was like, all right. I mean, what was he supposed to do? Uh, not cash it? Like not he, was ca- he didn't need it. He didn't need it. He had money, but he, he was, was approved, approved for, it. for it. Yeah, like the next year, his <laughs> earnings would, would show that he would not be eligible for it. But that's not until uh, the first fiscal quarter. So that's. So uh, you're like, it's okay that he did that. All right. Morally, no. Yeah. <laughs> but I would have cashed the check. <laughs> so. <laughs> You're so frugal. <laughs> like, you know. I'm not just going to let that money go away. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, yeah, he is, he is a, a very unique uh, huh. moral compass there. Um, But, I don't know. I hope somebody who's, like, vehemently against it, just an individual, not an artist, not an author, not somebody working for a corporation, just, just a regular person like myself, I wish they could come and explain to me why they are so vehemently against it. I would like to understand what is it? What do they feel the damage is? A regular person. What do they feel the damage they're wreaking is on whatever industry that they're pirating? Game, game, uh, video games, movies, books, whatever. I can make the argument. It's not about damage. It's about property control. It's mine, and I get to be the one to uh, whoever, whoever makes the thing schmo. is there. No, no, no. I said regular schmo. Not an author, not an artist, not a creator. Just a regular person like me who's against pirating. Mm-hmm. Why are they against it? How do they feel this is back? It doesn't affect them financially. If they have a moral, well, kinda it does, but not it's, really. It's it's not about affecting them. It's a moral argument. It's this is the property of someone else. I want my property rights respected. We have property rights. I have my property. They have theirs. It's theirs. It doesn't matter if you're poor or rich or if it's accessible or if you don't like them or if it's a bad product. If it's a bad product, don't buy it. Period. It's it. It's mm-hmm. theirs. And if and and too bad, yeah. so sad. It's yeah. a very simple property rights centric perspective mm-hmm. well leo who knows people who are vehemently against it says it's usually stealing is stealing is stealing is wrong yeah i mm, i i have to say no everybody has stolen something everybody has stolen something you cannot tell me you have never stolen something in your life I mean, you can't be against it you know, everybody I... has stolen so but i'm just saying you have stolen once i mean I mean, the world didn't end. It's okay. Like, it's okay. I mean, you, you can still have a, the moral argument. You could be like, like I've done things right. that I would know were wrong. Yeah, you no. could be like, yes, no. I stole something, and it was wrong. I don't know. Well, yeah. all right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I get artists. I get, I get artists. I don't understand. Like, there are some things that I understand. Yes, that's wrong, because that's more theft than pirating. I, when it goes toward more theft then yes to me that's wrong but when it stays into the pirating thing i don't think it's that i don't think it's bad and yes it does affect everybody because yes if the more pirating a company deals with the higher their prices go to offset the loss i get it we're all paying for it i get that i just this is what i also would like to add to Mm -hmm. it i think piracy can change the very underlying fundamentals like napster is why we have spotify and maybe it would have always happened 
But it happened a lot faster, or it happened at all, frankly, because digital music was there. Record labels, mm-hmm. they make all this, they made all of this money because they were the machine. Like, you're the artist, right? Cool. Uh, there's lots of people who can sing. How many people do you know can put a CD in every household in this country? We can. That was their business. In the same way that Warhammer, or whoever owns Warhammer, I forget who they are off the top of my head. Crap. 40K? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, but the people Game who Workshop? Own... Games Workshop. Oh, God, yeah. They are not really a gaming company. They're a pewter company. They sell Hot Wheels, except they mm-hmm. look like mechs. All the rules and shit, that's, that's just a little like tackle. They make their money on the pewter, which is why there will never be a computer version of that game. Because then you would just do that. You would just play literally a turn-based strategy game like the game Civilization, except you have the units and the rules of Tabletop Warhammer. That's why you'll, but you'll never have it because they sell pewter. Well, the record label sold silicon. They sold CDs. By making CDs obsolete, it wasn't just a theft. It was eliminating their reason to exist. Like, we have the distribution. We have the silicon. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't need silicon, and the distribution is the internet. Shit! Our value, our, what we bring to the table, the reason we get to keep 90% of that artist's sales as the middleman has, mm-hmm. is now being threatened. Mm-hmm. I think piracy can continue to do If somebody makes a, a tabletop game of Warhammer, which is an extremely expensive game by design, and made it into an actual computer game, there'd be a gigantic demand for it. And the Games Workshop will never fulfill because it would undercut their very business. It was the same reason Kodak stifled the digital camera. It ate them alive, their, their whole business model. I mean, I was just asked to go on Tabletop Simulator and play Warhammer. It's pirated as shit, right? It's not I don't know. I haven't copy. done it yet. I haven't done it yet. <laughs> tabletop Simulator is the like hardcore way to pirate all the tabletop. I, mean, I guess I should do that because I had to do I it. I mean, but... no, it's not. It's... They're yeah. not pirated games. Are they? I didn't think so. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a gray area. <laughs> okay. Right. A, I mean, I'm sure there are some that are not, but my understanding was yeah. like lots of shit. No. Oh. It's just hand. I don't know. Done. I just like to play stonks. And now I like to play Spike. You <laughs> think that game songs. from 1970 fucking <laughs> like paid someone like to digitally songs. convert their shit? I know they did it. No, I don't know. I don't know. I just like it. But yeah, it might. It's probably a very big issue, but I don't think it's an actual issue. I know there's a lot of people doing it. I don't think it's the issue. And I understand people. You know, we don't talk about it, but it's like we all talk about it. Uh, like, oh, the big publishers are upset by it. And it's like, uh, big publishers are making enough money. Calm, you know, calm your tits. It's okay. Like, just calm down. I get it, you know. Those uh. phrases I can never say. In calm any your context. tits? You can't do it. You can say calm your tits. Say it right now. Go. Not, not Go it. like a, a farm place. animal. It's but a safe place. It's Say it. Just you and me. Just don't ever say it to me. Okay. <laughs> I would have to be on the other end of a very large room. <laughs> just say that Don't to, hey, to me. Go you can say it in general. I just bolt the fuck out. Just don't say it to me. Man, it'd be awkward <laughs> Delta cancels my plane that time. Hey, Jupiter. Uh, I, first of all, I didn't mean that shit. No, no, you cannot stay with me. I'll be busy calming my tits. <laughs> It's a longer process than I originally anticipated. It's a very right. long process. This is why I don't do it that often. But thank you for letting me know to do it. Yeah. Uh, no. 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 I don't have a problem with that. Oh, man. God. Uh, uh, you can say it. It's a safe space. I'll let you there say you it. Go. go ahead. Say it. No worries. Say it once. All right. Just don't say it to me. You could say it in general. Just don't say it to me. Just don't say it. But don't say it at you. Right? But like, <laughs> Leo, I mean, I'm talking it. to you. No, yeah. but I'm saying you're not saying you're not directing the instruction to me. Like I directed it toward publishers, not you. I see. I see, see what I I'm see. saying? I don't you're want right. you to say it directly in 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 reference to me. Look, they all, everybody wants you to say it because I've made a safe space for right, you. But yeah, this is end up with like Rafa making a a uh, a sound. I'm bullying of you me. to make you say this yeah, horrible thing. Yeah, I don't say feel it. like I'm gonna <laughs> say his page. Say it. Say it. <laughs> Why, why do you want me to say it so bad? Now it's a no, thing. No, the people listening want you to say it. Are you not looking calm, at this chat? Calm your tits. There you go. I've said it. Fuck, was this a plot? Did they get me? I thought they got me. No, God damn it. it's great. No, it's great. Yeah, I'm opening the show. We're here with uh, <laughs> Cotton. Calm your tits. He's going to put it in like every file. I'm going to sound awful. 
that's your new bleep whenever you say something you shouldn't <laughs> say. Gonna be. That's your bleep. <laughs> it's going to be like random bleeps. Like, I, I, oh, you know that that, uh, that turkey sandwich we had down at that restaurant? Mm. And it, like, we added, you know that turkey sandwich we had and it calmed your tits? You know, that new that new <laughs> restaurant that has everything. It's going to be edited in every uh, fucking noun. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm cough again. All right. I think that's all we have to say about that. But we do have a couple of announcements that we want to make people aware of, right? Yes, announcements. What? What do we want to make them aware of? Gen Con, gets, y'all. Yes. Badges have been for sale yes. for, I think, nine and a half hours. Nine hours and 20 minutes, yes. Exactly. Nine hours and a th- nine and a third hours. So mm-hmm. we're very exact here. And it's like, it's, uh, <laughs> to get it, I think, out the door, mail it to you, buck 45. 149.50? 149.50. Buck forty nine. There you go. Did you get it for a buck forty five? Because if so, I'd like to know how you did that. The dollar goes further down here. Ah, uh, see, that's what, that's what I said. <laughs> Everything's it's, cheaper. In this it's like thing. yeah, if if you were in China, it'd be like a dollar or whatever the. You know what I love is, be. I had to pay twelve dollars to ship it. Yeah. And you had to pay twelve dollars to ship it, and it's like I'm in Indy. <laughs> but yep. I know Gen Con isn't in Indy. Gen Con's in Seattle. They just that's come a, here. That's how they. You're subsidizing me. So that's mm-hmm. the problem. It's, it's that it's that piracy issue again. You're sub because they know <laughs> that someone's going to be now. So they just charge everyone twelve fifty. For me, it's like it, it costs like thirteen dollars to get here. For you, it's like eight dollars to get there, and they just make it twelve fifty. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, a bad a normal four day badge price one twenty five. It ends up being one forty nine fifty with tax and twelve dollars for shipping, which you're gonna pay. Because you're not going to stand in the will call line, people. Pay the $12. Get your badge early. Don't stand in the will call line. That's my tip every year. People, please, just pay the $12. It was $10. It went up. Badge prices went up. Last year, a single day badge for Thursday or Friday or Saturday was $40. This year, it's $65. Yeah. A badge went up fifteen dollars. I think my brother said a badge a four day badge went up ten uh fifteen dollars this year. The shipping went up two dollars this year. Like uh it went up. It was pretty like wow. So the, expensive. the the four day badge went up by fifteen dollars and one day badges went up by fifteen dollars? They went up by twenty five because I remember them being forty bucks. I'll double wow, check. So, so they don't want you to be there on the single days. They don't want this. They want you to go for all four for days. One day. They yeah. want you there for all four days. They don't want you coming down for one day. And then Sunday, the that I think price stayed the the same. Oh, Saturday badges are eighty bucks because a lot of people go. If they go one day, they go Saturday. Eighty bucks. Wow, that's a lot. It Man. their prices are going up now. Goldfish my, in our fantasy football league. Goldfish is my brother. My brother was here. We were watching the football, the AFC championship today. And I was telling him how much I paid for my badge. And we went through everything. He's like, oh, the prices went up. And he goes, they're, he goes, they're trying to make up for the year and a half that they lost money. Because last year they didn't get to have as many people. So it was less money coming in. The year before it goes put, uh, went di- viral, digital, I mean. It went digital, so they didn't ha- it didn't make as much money. So he's like, they up these prices to to make up, to offset. And I was like, well, I mean, you know, inflation, everything's going up, but like, it does it does kind of hurt. But yeah, badges go- went on sale today. Please get your badge. We're uh, Cotton and I are going to be at Gen Con, right? You're going to be there, at Gen Con. I'm going to be there, at Gen Con. Yeah. Uh, Oz's going to be there, at Gen Con. Bamf's going to be there, at Gen Con. We hope Cookie will be at Gen Con. We're really trying to get her to come, so you can meet like everybody, most everybody on the on the without a net cast because we will probably do some kind of a, a meet and greet. So I hope everybody uh, that can make it makes it. Uh, they are requiring proof of vaccination, and they are requiring masks be worn whenever indoors. Yep. So and do the I'm thing. okay with that. There are still people in the forums bitching. Saying, I don't know why I have to do this. If I'm vaxxed, why do I have to wear a mask? And I'm like, I'm vaxxed, and then I'm going to wear a mask because I don't want this again. This was horrible. Um, I mean, I've, I've been dodging it. I keep making that. I've been uh, dodging it, and I got it, and I got I it. I keep making that Good. con save. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when we do a show on uh, on mortality, I'll talk about my COVID experience with you in depth. Uh, <laughs> 
Good but Lord, I don't think we'll ever do a show. Mortality? I don't think we'll ever do a show on mortality. No, guys, it was. Oh, yeah, that I show is too soon. <laughs> um, in addition to badges, because this is going to be released February 11th, this episode right here. In addition to badges going on sale today, which is January 30th, housing opens February 13th. So because this is released two days before that, I'm just letting everybody know. At noon, housing will open on the 13th. Everybody will get assigned their spot in line and be able to go on and, and go for downtown hotel housing. Now, well, um, this, for, the, for the uninformed, because there, <laughs> there was a time, you know, unlike now, but there was a time. What does that mean, housing will open? What, what, what does that mean? I'm a first time. I, I, where, so, where am I going to? Where, where am I? <clears throat> on all the hotels in the area, Gen Con works with the city and these hotels and they block out like hundreds, thousands of rooms and they're all in the housing pool. So when housing opens and let's, if this is your first time going on Saturday night, you'll be told you get to enter the housing portal at X time. So let's say at 2 p.m. So at 2 p.m. you go in and you see what rooms are available. Like if you need a down, if you want a downtown room, you look and see what's available and you book your room. Now they're at discounted rates, but the rates are still pretty, I think pretty steep. Like I think if you can find a room for 200 a night, that's pretty great. Downtown, if you can find a room for 200 a night in the Gen Con housing, that's pretty great. Um, I, I've seen other hotels in the housing last year when I got in and looked. I was seeing like the cheapest rooms downtown were like over four hundred dollars a night. Right. The the and this is on the Gen Con website. You're you're signed in. You go to you go into the Gen Con option. website and then you'll go into the portal for housing. Yeah. Yeah. The, the alternative way option. is old Airbnb, which I've never actually done uh-huh. uh, myself. I've done, I've signed up twice and alternate stuff came up both times I've gone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Airbnbs, group Airbnbs, but they mm-hmm. will be sucked up fast. They and, will they uh, will also so heads as up. we get closer to August cuz it's in August now, we're back to August. As it gets closer to August, those Airbnbs if they're available, those prices skyrocket. Um right. I did talk to an individual in 20 2017, 2018 where he had booked an Airbnb like in October the previous year for Gen Con the next year did and then he was got an email in like oh gosh uh June right before Gen Con June saying we've canceled your reservation we didn't know it was during Gen Con so they canceled it so they could relist it at the higher Gen Con price I thought that was against Airbnb like that's a I thought so too like that situation. was really shitty but they did it to him and I was like, wow. And he was like, I had 10 people with me. Ouch. I was like, ouchie, wah, wah. Oh, look. All right. So uh, downtown campus hotel. Oh, the Bottle Works is not downtown. But, oh, it is, but it's like way, way, way east of the Gen Con. Bottle Works Hotel is an old Coca-Cola factory that has been remodeled into a hotel. And it's beautiful. It is beautiful. Uh, but it is, it is. Like, I'll say a 20 minute walk, maybe a little longer if you've got issues walking. It's a it's a ways from the ICC and they want 309 a night. Oof. The Conrad, which is about uh, it's one, two blocks over, two blocks, two blocks over, one block up from the ICC. They want anywhere between 274 and 474 a night. The Crown Plaza, which I think is great at Union Station, it's uh, connected to the ICC right across Capitol Street, 237 to 257 a night. Like, they're not, they're not cheap. Yeah, there, uh, the no... JW Marriott, 263 to 567 a night. And we'll, we'll get more into Jenny mm-hmm. kind of stuff at later dates. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, it's hard yeah. in your wallet, so hits up. It is hard. And and now let's just say it's you and your wife want to go to Gen Con. It's 300 bucks just for the badges. Yep. And then you're probably going to spend, I mean, hopefully they'll have more events this year. I really do hope they have more events this year. 
but now you're looking at uh, I you can easily spend another two I, I mean I know one year Oz it was five hundred dollars in events. It was five hundred dollars in events. The cost of events. Add the hotel. Add you know, like it, it gets expensive. It can. Like this is at like this is people's vacation for the year for some people. Yeah. You know. I I mean it, it, it can get pretty expensive. So I, I understand when people, you know, bitch and moan about like the cost. Like it is. It it ain't it ain't cheap anymore. I remember when it was really cheap back in the day, but it is not cheap anymore. And then when you get there you just spend a ton of money. <laughs> it, it really is a familiar thing. And I've heard about other cons and origins and whatnot mm-hmm. and I've looked at mm-hmm. them and I mean, Indy's just not that far from me compared to like, mm-hmm. you know, Ohio's further. So I think that's where Origins is. I forget, but yeah, it's it's further. So there you go. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, yeah. We'll, we'll talk more about it. It's not cheap. There you go. That's my yeah, quick. Yeah, it's not cheap. But for right now, for Gen Con prep, guys, get your badges. They op- it opens today, or it's open now. Badges sales are open now, and when this is released, housing opens two days after that. You must have a badge to book housing. You cannot ah, get portal, a hotel right. room. Yep, you cannot get a hotel room. You can't even be entered into the housing lottery, which gives you your time to enter, unless you have a badge. Yep, you are a non-person. So. Yep, so if, let's say you don't need a room down, you don't need a room downtown. Like, I don't need a room downtown, but I'm still going to enter the housing lottery. If I get in early and I'm able to get something downtown, I'll ask people I know that are going, hey, I can get something. Do you need it? Because I have no problem booking that hotel and them sending me the money. I have no problem showing up there and checking in and giving them the keys. I don't care. Oh, it, it happens. That's okay. For yeah. a poor but not in cotton at one point. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The thinks four-day badges will sell out. I don't know. I do. I, th- I think that this is, you know, a lot of events are premium, especially mm-hmm. post-COVID. Gaming is yeah. growing. And mm-hmm. I really do think that the number of people who want to come I, like, like the percent of the population that would want to go has increased. Mm-hmm. The population has increased. Mm-hmm. COVID is mm-hmm. kind of waning in terms of people's desire to not do any of the things that they enjoy outside. Mm-hmm. I, and I think all that will, will conspire to make a blow the doors off the hinges type of deal. I, I have seen. See, such I don't a, think so. Really? I disagree. I don't think we're going to see as many international people coming to Crazy Town USA. Where COVID is running rampant, I think I I think they'll lose a lot of international Gen Con attendees. I think so. Fair enough, maybe you know you know it better than I do. I, I would be willing mm-hmm. to to say that that's quite possible. I don't know what the percentages are anyway. I yeah. I just feel that I have seen. I, I mostly basis on live events becoming ever more premium, and when things mm-hmm. blow up, and nerd culture acceptance and and enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Like there's a Jupiter, there's a cartoon show based around a D&D group. Yeah. Ah, like, this is not the world that I'm from. <laughs> like, this is not, like, this is, it, it, it's just quite mind-blowing, you know? Yeah. It's quite mind-blowing to me. And yeah. it's just, I, I just feel like it just is not going to stop. And it cannot be mm-hmm. replicated. The, the, like, the allure of board gaming, the allure mm-hmm. of tabletop gaming. Mm-hmm. It's it's just sort of like cracked into that mainstream and it is just off like mm-hmm. a, like a grass fire. It's just off. And so I think people are going to want to attend. Yeah. Well, we're mean, hyping it. We're, we're day, hyping it with our fame. We're hyping it with you our know? Uh, Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Calm down. Calm <laughs> your tits. All right. Uh, <laughs> um, there are a lot more people playing. And I think back in the day. When you were younger, definitely when I was younger, if you played D and D, you were just you were laughed at, you were made fun of, you were a nerd. That's it. You yeah, were just it was a nerd. It was a closeted thing. Yeah, and now it's just oh, you play D and D, cool, and that's it. Like people just all right, whatever. You do like they don't like make fun of you for doing it, but if they're indifferent, they're indifferent, and if they're interested in talking to you about it, they will. But there, it isn't this weird stigma attached to it anymore at all. I don't see a stigma attached to it anymore. Right, so just that's that's if the cool yeah. kids are rolling yeah. d20s, then that convicted <laughs> is going to get packed. That's how I feel. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, I think that's up. Indeed, good to be back. It is good to be back. It was a 
I don't know. We had to have a production meeting to figure out if we were even coming back. Yeah. Well, but yeah, it's great uh, that we are back now, and uh, we will see you next time, everybody. Good night. Good night.